Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where you, the listener, just get to eavesdrop and see what it's like to have a conversation with my mom and I over this here kitchen table. This week, we talk about the wizarding world of Harry Potter and the new game that came out, you know, the cool things about it. We talk about which house or which house I think I'd be sorted in, which character I think I would be as in the Harry Potter world. After that, we talk about uh, we talk about the Super Bowl. We talk about who we're rooting for. We talk about sobriety. We talk about you know all just a bunch of cool, really cool, fun things. Mom tries her hands at hula hooping, and it goes as it, it goes around and around and around. Uh, so thanks for listening. This is We're in Trouble Now, and and have a great day. We're in. We're in. We're in. We're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. So I've been playing the Harry Potter game for a while. Yeah. Going well. And I realized that if I was in the Harry Potter like world, yeah. the character that resonates the most with me is the really mean janitor. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about? No, but I can see you as a really mean janitor. He's the one. I don't know. I don't know his name, but he's the one that... Um, he's got the cat and he's always really pissed at Harry Potter and yeah. his antics. Because he kind of has like up. red hair. I don't, I don't know what color hair he has, <laughs> but it's, he's, he also played, um, Lord Frey on, um, Game of Thrones and okay. he's just got this really like irritated look on him all the time and he doesn't want to be doing whatever he's doing, but he has to do it. His, is his name Argus Flitch? Why would you read the name out to me? <laughs> but go, go, to, go to images. Go to images. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Argus. Yeah, and so he's got the push broom, and he's just always pissed at Harry Potter for making a mess. Well, you know, that's pretty, um, it's pretty accurate because um, we were cleaning the house before we sat down to do the podcast, and um, Robert was vacuuming, and I pointed out a little dust bunny, yeah. and boy, you really did have that Argus face. That's when I realized that I was that character. Oh, really? And, yeah, and you would be... Like I'm, I'm the little house elf. I'm. You're the little. You're Dobby. I'm Dobby. <laughs> Please, Robert, don't be mad at Dobby. No, you. No, you're the. Don't be mad at mommy. You're the ghost in the bathroom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's just kind of like there and just okay. pestering. Ooh. So today, when you um, are getting ready to go to bed, I'm gonna kind of time it, and I'm gonna hide in the bathtub. <laughs> you're gonna hide in the bathtub. Yeah, and then I'm gonna be like, Robert, make sure you brush your molars. First of all, a lot, lot wrong with that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Why? second of all, I don't want you in my bathtub. Um, second, and you don't—I don't think you could stay quiet enough to pretend to be a ghost because Indy would be Indy in there. Indy would with be me. there with you, and you would be giggling before. Yeah. Um, I would even get in the bathroom. Yeah. Also, too, I would realize that you weren't on the chair with Indy, and I would immediately suspect something. Now, did I do? Was I a good ghost, though? Was that a good ghost imitation? No, you just sounded like you were yelling from really far. Oh. Robert, I'm <laughs> over here. Well, yeah, because that's kind of how ghosts talk because they're in a different dimension. Are they? Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I still like being Dobby better. Why? No, why would you resonate with Dobby? He's a house elf that gets beat up. Yeah, welcome to my world. <laughs> That's fair. Now that you say it out loud, I'm like, oh. You know, because he's always just kind of happy and, you know, a little sad. You think Dobby, the beat up house elf, is happy? With a little bit of sadness just resonating out of him. Okay. Well, you're not painting me in a favorable light, but. Well, you are Argus. You give yourself a cat and you got that one nailed. Oh, dude, I would never have a cat. But it's interesting, though, because I have been playing that game 
and it's really it's really fun mm-hmm. um and it's you know it's it's got a lot of controversy based on what jk rowling had tweeted about now is that still controversy you know controversy I, I think i think leading up to the game it was a lot more there was a lot more power behind it mm-hmm. and then people were like i want to play the game see because you know? that's a it, it's interesting because i mean she's never going to outlive that that's going to follow her i mean I, okay but like if you think of it like that you know, she like somebody made a. Re- I saw a TikTok. Somebody made a really good point. They're like, if you're gonna boycott this game based off what one person had said, you know, granted it was based off of something that she created, but like if you boycott the game, and you're not paying for, you know, you're not buying it, you're not hurting her financially. No, She's a billionaire. She's mm-hmm. never gonna be like, oh no, how am I gonna afford the power bill? But you know, but the voice actors, the people who developed the game, you know, the people who spent however long it took to make it, you know, they're the ones that subsequently. Um, are affected by this right. boycott. And so I don't, I don't know if it's, it's a good or bad to boycott it. Mm. I think it really comes down to your own moral, mm. your own moral code. Cause yeah. I mean, I know I had a really hard time with Twitter because um, of the things that Elon Musk was doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and me canceling my one account was not going to yeah. affect him at all, but it was more how I felt at the end of the day. Sure. So I think that each 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 individual, mm-hmm. I think if you choose to boycott that game or you choose not to, mm-hmm. it has to just be with it whatever your whatever it feels right for that individual. Yeah, I, I think I think what really upset me is that I would be labeled as somebody who would support like transphobia based off of a video game that I wanted to play. And I think that, that really, that kind of upset me. Yeah. You know, I could see how, because you're like the least transphobic person person ever. ever. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And truthfully, I don't think it's fair to lump everybody into Mm -hmm. something, you know, for that. And, but it's, it's, you know, it's just hard. It's because it was wrong of her to say it. I don't sure. know what she I don't, said. I don't, I never even read the tweet. And that's the craziest part is people who are like, like jumping on this debate and they don't, even, I don't think most of them even read the tweet. See, because the whole thing is, is that in society today, everybody's ready to pick a side yeah. and everybody's ready to jump at mm-hmm. a, um, at a, at a person. And because, I mean, like I've said before, there's a huge cancel culture going on through social media. Mm. Yeah. I don't know where my phone went. Well, okay. go grab it. No, I don't need I it. I could talk to them for two seconds. I don't need it. Though. Well, you're very fidgety. I was just curious as to if I brought it in the kitchen and if it's not, it's probably back in the office. Mm. So anyway, but there is a huge cancel culture and yeah. people are always ready to, mm-hmm. to jump into, you know, and to cancel somebody. I mean, truthfully, TikTok absolutely wiped out Balenciaga. Yeah. Well, to be fair though, I mean, for the right reason. For absolutely for the right reason, but it just it truthfully shows the power of the masses and what social media can do. Oh yeah, continue. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say like it's crazy to think that this Balenciaga dude like did so much weird shit without us noticing until people were like, hey, let's take a look at this. Yeah. You know, which is kind of crazy too. Which which also too, I mean, if you're gonna be a very large company, you need to be. I don't want to say monitor, but but you need to you be, be held, held accountable, accountable for, yeah. reaction, for your actions, yeah. You know, and the justice—it's such a. I think, especially when it comes to children, it yeah. needs to be just so more monitored because, mm-hmm. I mean, while social media is great and it opens mm-hmm. up so many avenues and so many paths, it it, op- it opens up some wrong ones sometimes. Well, that's why a lot of the law is based on does this affect children? Yeah, like a lot of the First Amendment. Um, like cases and a lot of the things like it, are children affected or are children involved? And if it's yes, it's like so much more rigorous. 
Yeah, and um, so it should be. Yeah, and that's how it is with a lot of DMCA's and a lot of copyright things like monetizations on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If it's designed for children, you're held so much more accountable. Oh, um, yeah. The amount of like extra steps it takes to protecting children, I think, is is good. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's crazy to think. But it's also crazy too to think how many like. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like how many loopholes that are taken to affect children? I mean, you think about Snapchat and things like that. Yeah. You know, well, I know TikTok. Um, they took away lives for anybody under 18. Good. As they should. As they should. I, you know, it's weird too, is there on TikTok, there's some, like, I know there's some audios that are like, Oh, uh, this audio or like this filter, this, like this is a, an adult filter on a children's app and it's really weird. And then they end up doing the filter. Yeah. And be like, what's your kink or what's your like turn on or things like that. And like this is a children's app, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's it's definitely it's I don't know. It's so like I said, so many good things and so many mm-hmm. just weird things that go along with it. Yeah. But I know even myself, it's like um I don't ever drop the F bomb on any of my oh, really? videos anymore. Yeah. I used to. I, I do it when I stream. And I used to not do it because I was afraid uh, because I wanted to have like a like a family friendly kind of atmosphere. But then I felt like I felt like I was phoning it in and, mm-hmm. and, and the normal Robert does cuss. And so I wanted, to, I wanted to be as um, true to my, myself as I could. I didn't want to be a persona. And I think that's where like, I felt a lot of discrepancy when I was streaming on Twitch that I felt like I had to be a persona instead yeah. of myself. Yeah. And, and you know, now on YouTube I cuss, but my, my, my lives aren't monetized right. because of my cussing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that gives you the, um, you know, that gives you the freedom to do it. But I just, I don't know, for me, it's like, even like when I respond to like uh-huh. comments and stuff, instead of actually saying fuck, mm-hmm. I'll be like F that or oh, something Oh yeah, I like would never, I don't think I'd say fuck in a comment. But yeah. Like I, but if I got like killed, I'm like, oh fuck, I died. You yeah, know? but but my, but yeah, because my, my, um, my product is like 15 seconds. And yeah. if that 15 seconds, if I can't stop saying the word fuck, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. even like I used to like, do like kind of like, um, TikToks where I would like flip off the camera yeah. for a bad response. Yeah. And I don't even do that anymore. Yeah. It's, and it's just, for me, it's more like, it's just, I don't really want to do the shock value, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, and it's really, it makes me feel good to know that I'm just putting out a product that I don't have to yeah. think yeah, more twice integrity. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because each time I do my little YouTube, they're like, did you cuss? I'm like, no, I did not. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I'll do like shorts and stuff like that. And if I cuss, I just bleep it out. It mm-hmm. takes two seconds and it's it actually makes the clip funnier. I think it really does too. Yeah. You know, that it just kind of gives like that little extra mm-hmm. little pop to it. Yeah. So yeah, so I've been, you know, it's interesting too, because I was playing the game and in, in the Hogwarts game. You know, okay, let huh. me, before you start, okay. do you like the game? I mean, I do. I we've really been do. waiting to yeah, find, no, can, I, can I really, we have a review of I, it? I was talking about it last night. I, I would give it an eight out of 10. Oh, wow. Um, I thought the game was engaging. The the wand and the spells and the combat was fun. Mm-hmm. I thought the the sheer size of the map was very impressive. It was a, it's a large map with a lot to explore. The storyline was enthralling. The side quests were in fun. You know, it was just, it's an overall, it's a good game. And like a lot of people are like, is it worth it? And I would say, yeah, I, I would say it is worth it. Oh, very cool. There are some things that I would change. There's some things that I'm, I'm not, I think they could have done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I think they could have hidden a lot of the main storyline. You have to follow like basically a storyline. Does it follow the movie? Do you think? No, or? cause it's based like a hundred or 200 years oh, before okay. Harry Potter. But I think that they should have like level locked certain quests behind other side quests or other exploration quests to make you have to explore and like do kind of not mundane, but like a little, 
um, trivial quests okay. to kind of like make you explore more of the map and explore more of the map, um, you know, options of the game. They don't seem to do that. They kind of like beeline it straight to the, the end post. Um, so I kind of wish that they did certain things, but I would overall, I think it's eight out of 10. Okay. Uh, Brandon bought it. He says he loves it. Oh, very everybody nice. who I, everybody who I know who plays it loves it. Um, it's just a really fun game. Oh, very cool. Now, is yeah. it now if somebody is out there listening and they have like a, a let's just say an eight year old kid, mm-hmm. would yeah, that absolutely. be a good game? For absolutely. Him? I mean, there, oh, it, there's no gore. Okay. Um, there is violence. People, you know, in the storyline, people do die. Mm-hmm. So there is death. But no, I think, I you know, I think any, any age, I, mean, I would say eight and up. Oh, cool. would be perfectly fine playing it. I think it's really fun. Um, it's challenging. It's engaging. It's open world. So there's really not like a set thing you have to do. You can do as little or as much as you want. It's really fun. Uh, very, very good time sync. Now, um, um, question. Sure. Are you able to do tutorials for the video? Like how to do this quest or how to do that? Not as much as I thought I would. Really? Because it's so cut and dry. It's so catered to somebody who... It, it, it very, it very, uh, the handholding is very big in that game. So you all you need to do is follow the yellow brick road, basically. So like, let's just say we activate a quest. Quest is like deliver oranges to Sir, you know, mix a lot. And so they give you oranges, and you just follow the yellow line, and you just fly your little broom over and drop it off. So there really isn't that many missions that require a tutorial that you'd have to look up. Now let me ask you this: huh. Are you looking at that in the eyes of? you or are you looking at it as the eyes of like a 10 year old that might need help with a tutorial um i think well i I think i think i'm looking at it as both i think 10 year olds are really smart and i think that they would have no problem finding it honestly i think if i did a tutorial be more for somebody my age who's just not mentally as sharp as the 10 year olds um see because now it don't and I hope you don't take this wrong, sure. but sometimes I think that you come up with a video idea mm-hmm. and you shoot it down before you even try it. Well, I think about the practicality of it. But you just don't know. I mean, the whole thing is, it's like, so it takes you, what, two hours to do the video and you put it out? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, it's just... Well, it takes me a lot longer than that. Well, let's just, because I'm just, and I'm just throwing this out there sure. just for debate. Okay. But sometimes I know that, I mean... A tutorial for a game that you think might be easy in your mind mm-hmm. um, might actually be more beneficial than you think. And sometimes I feel like it would be, you know, why not just do it and try it kind mm-hmm. of mentality. Do you but, have an example? Well, for like um, the tutorial for your game. You know, sure. sometimes I ask you really simple questions on Adobe. Yeah. You know, like, how do you do this? And you're like, oh, yeah, easy. But for yeah. me, it was like you know, the biggest mystery. Well, there's a big difference. Like a mystery. There's a big difference. If there was a, if there was a yellow line pointing you to the buttons okay. and you couldn't find the yellow line, then I'd be like, okay, well okay. maybe we should make a video. Okay. But, fair. If, but if there's a yellow line and you're like, Oh, I'm just going to click that. And then that yellow line's going to click me to that. And then I can finish it. Then you don't need a video. Yeah. Because I'm kind of thinking like back in the days where we would, um, like play video games where I would. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you would have to unlock something to get something and yeah. you just never knew how. And there was like a, almost like a cheat code or, you know there yeah um but in this game i I think they did a really good job at making it so you don't have to google things okay cool like the things i googled the most is like how to because they have the unforgivable curses they have three spells that like lord voldemort you know cast and things like that and everybody wanted to get it and like murder the school and it's just it's designed to not um you you don't get it until very very later in the game okay and i was you know the only thing i googled was when do i get it okay and they have plenty of guides and videos of that already okay no, no, it was just kind of a curiosity. Sometimes I like to, you know, just question. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, I, 
in the in the game you can choose the the households and things like that. Which game? Which household did you pick? You know, it's interesting because when I when I was dating Natasha, yeah, she was Ravenclaw, I believe. Oh, okay. And and I was like, oh well, I want to be Ravenclaw too. So I like did, um, and she was like, no, you can't just say you're Ravenclaw. You have to like do the wizarding thing. Quiz. Yeah, the yeah. Wi- there's a quiz online that you can do. And so I took it and I ended up being Slytherin. Oh wow. And so I okay. lied and I told her I was Ravenclaw and she goes, "Well, send me the picture." And she caught she found out that I was lying and yeah. she's like, "That's such a Slytherin thing." And so when we were dating, I was really like, you know, she'd always be like, "Oh, well, he's Slytherin. That's such a Slytherin thing." And I used to be like, "Nah, uh." Yeah. And so I kind of like rejected it and then this game comes out and I was like, "You know what? I want to be Slytherin." I'm going to be Slytherin. I'm going to live my villain arc and I'm going to murder the school. Now, why do you think that, um, I mean, I know Slytherin was always kind of like mm. the, uh, painted as the villain. Well, they're only painted as the villain because of like one family. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just kind of interesting how it's like, it was kind of like Barbu not wanting to be a shrew. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And I really, and I thought in pick, choosing Slytherin in the video game was really cool. Yeah. It was a really, I love the green pattern. Um, they don't portray the house as any sort of villain. Yeah. Um, they, it just, it was just a very cool household to be a part of. And I actually didn't know, I don't know anybody who picked Gryffindor. Um, I know like five or six kids who picked uh, Slytherin. Oh, okay. Everyone seems to really like Hufflepuff as well. Hufflepuff? Yep. Um, (laughs) See, I think that's interesting though, that you would, um, like you just wanted to be in the same house as her and. Yeah, I think I, I, well, I think I uh, would uh, try to align as many common interests as I could to like show that's what compatibility. I was gonna ask you. Yeah. yeah. You know, cause it's like, Oh, look how many things we have in common yeah. kind of thing. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know what reasoning I had at the moment to like pretend to lie when Slytherin's actually a really cool, um, house. I, I mean, I like the green patterns. I think green on black looks very complimentary. It does really well with my skin tone. I don't know. I don't know. That's really interesting because you know what? It's like sometimes, um, I, I, I never would have, for some reason it just kind of like, kind of, I wouldn't say shocks me mm-hmm. that you would even try to, like you would lie to yeah. try to align things. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not somebody You're, who lies. I'm yeah, not a very exactly. good, I'm not a good liar and I don't like lying and I don't remember. And I don't know why the moment uh, in the moment I decided to like fib and say that I was a house yeah. that I wasn't. I think maybe I was like, the only thing I could think of is that I was pandering to try to find common yeah, interests. Yeah. Well, I think it's really cool that you can reflect back on that and mm-hmm. be like, I did this and I don't know really why. And yeah. So if anything else, playing this game is a little bit more like redemption. I was like, I'm going to play Slytherin and I'm going to beat the game as Slytherin. And we're going yeah. to bring how pride to the, to the, to the house of Slytherin. And <laughs> then I ended sorry, up murdering a lot you. of people. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you already done with the game? Did you already beat the game? Yeah, I beat it last night. But, oh, okay. but there's so much to do in the game that we looked and like with the story, the main storyline done and finished, you still, there's still 60% of the game that I haven't completed. Oh, cool. So then the play time is rather large and I think okay. it's well worth the $60 price tag. Um, that being said, you know, you, you get what you put in. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm done with the storyline. I probably won't play it again. Oh, okay. You know? Or if I do, I won't play it online. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm, I'm glad that you got it. So it just, to me, it's like sometimes when I think like games online, I feel like they're just never ending. Like, they can add like a more to well, it. Well, there's or... DLCs and things like that. And that's all by product of design, right? What's they, they DLC? Downloadable content. Oh, okay. And they want you to keep playing their game. And they and they know people will eventually get tired of the product that they have. And so they have to upload new content or new okay. chapters yeah. and things like that to, to keep it fresh and inter- entertaining. Okay. Um, because ultimately, then it's a business and they want players to play their game so they can sell things or they can have some sort of ad revenue. And it's, you know, it's something that is designed and I think almost to a, to a degree that it's, it's 
don't want to say crippling, but it's very detrimental to the video game kind of like community. I'm good. I don't want any. You don't want any more? No. Yeah, because to me, it seems like like when we were playing um, the video games, but we always had like... First of all, how old are we? When we were playing the video games. Well, I'm old. Yes. So, I picked a weird time to walk away. Sorry, everybody. I wanted more coffee. Okay. Yeah, because when like, but I look at it as when you when what in well, what I'm reference? I'm thinking like like Halo. Sure. But when we played it, we we actually had the CD. Mm-hmm. So that was like once you beat it, once you beat it. Yeah. But to me, it's like I think like when you play a computer game, mm-hmm. it's like well, the internet is just endless. The this video game should be endless. That's my mentality. Sure. I mean, I'm confused at it, but yeah. What, what are you confused about? What do you mean? Well, I just meant like to me, it's this. When you have a CD, video game CD, you have, you know, that's all you can do. You can't play any farther than what's encoded on the CD. And to me, it's like, I was thinking like a a computer game online just had like endless quests. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. Well, that would just, it it all comes down to time investing. So they just don't have, I mean, that would take months and months and months of things to do. Yeah. That was just me not knowing very much about gaming online and... Giving yeah, you my I knew, perspective. I, I, I had a feeling where this was going when you said the video game. <laughs> like, like when we were playing the video game. Yeah. What did they call it on um, the intern? Where they were uh, like on the line. On the line. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Or movie. Like everything is. I remember everything was like the Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. But so. yeah. So that's it's been fun. It's been really. It's been a. It's been a good game and it's been enjoyable to play. And then, um, I've also, um. I was also, I've also been, I've been thinking about it for a while and I think I'm going to start tomorrow, hmm. but I'm going to start doing, um, more cardio. And I, I th- was thinking the same thing. Yeah. So I'm thinking I'm going to start jump roping in the garage, uh, for 15 minutes a day and I'm going to record myself every Monday and kind of do like a transformation kind of video. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I'll hold myself accountable. Now, are you going to do the video for, um, YouTube or for TikTok? I'll probably just or? do it for TikTok and I, I might put it on a short, but oh, cool. I'm not too sure. Definitely for TikTok and nothing else more for myself. Yeah. Just for accountability. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking the same thing and I Mm -hmm. was eyeballing my hula hoop. Yeah. Because um, I don't really enjoy jump roping. Sure. So I was actually thinking about pulling that out and doing that in the mornings. And I mean, in all respect of your Mm -hmm. privacy and your idea, I would not do that in the garage with you because I mean, I think that would be really rude for me to be like, okay, I'm here. Yeah. Show up with my hula hoop. Yeah. 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 As you're trying, your hula hooping's hitting my jump rope. Yeah. It would very much be the thing. Yeah. And you know what? And as much as I joke around and I Mm -hmm. play and I'm like, oh, I'm going to hide in your bathtub. I mean, I really do in hundred percent sincerity try to. Um, not be that person and to respect your privacy, you know? Yeah. Even though you sicked the dog on me last night. What I did? You know what? You (laughs) fucking pouted because she has been sleeping in my bed and literally you're Mm -hmm. like walking away and you're Mm -hmm. like, I guess I'm going to need my my nephew and my dog don't know me anymore. So of course I brought her in there because... I don't want... I told you I didn't want sympathy dog. You got sympathy dog, so get over it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, 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 I definitely encourage the idea of you hula hooping mm-hmm. and I definitely re- I acknowledge the fact that you want to respect my space yeah and I think both are very good things well thank you yeah. yeah no because I mean instantly I was like oh dang you know what I know I had a feeling I knew where your brain went mm-hmm. and I thought maybe your brain went right to the whole, like oh god now you know no, I, just I mean I, I would have told you but like hey this is you know this is my thing yeah or like hey I need you to I, I'm, I'm going to do this by myself you can you can hula hoop after or you can hula hoop before but this will be like my 
little adventure. Yeah, but what a what a awkward thing to have had to have put you in if I hadn't respect your privacy. You what do know? you mean? Well, to me, it's just like if you would have had to have said that to yeah. me, I think I would have been really bummed at myself for the lack of growth in our relationship because I've really, I really um, value where our relationship is. Sure. And that would have bummed me out if okay. I hadn't have seen that. Yeah. So I'm just saying I could have been sad. I'm not sad, but I could have been. What? I could have been sad. You yeah. know, it, that would have made me sad. I mean, it, it, but it is something that has, you know, that could have happened. Yeah. You know? So here's what I was thinking too, because I mean, really truthfully, I have been thinking um, about more cardio. Do you think we should flip our, our treadmill time and go back to doing like five minutes on an incline? No, no, I think that's fine. Do you think we should put the incline in when we, in the mornings? No. Okay. (laughs) So, okay. So you have to look at it like in terms of like, you have to increase your metabolic heart rate. Mm -hmm. So uh, what I would do is instead of doing the, I mean the treadmill, okay. So what happens is we walk for the treadmill for five minutes. Because we show up at the gym at four 30 in the morning. It's freezing. Yes. Because we show up at the gym. We we walk in the treadmill just to kind of warm up and kind of just loose, you know, loosen everything up. And then we start our workout and Mm -hmm. our workouts about 45 to an hour minutes. Um, but what we, what you do is you just add on the, um, the cardio that would increase your metabolic heart rate. Okay. And so, we can do that at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So instead oh. of just parking in, par- bringing the car in the garage, I'll just park it in the driveway and then we do the cardio in the garage and then bada bing, bada boom. Well, I'm going to do mine here in the house. Okay. Because, well, because I mean, truthfully, and I know myself well enough mm. that if I go out in the garage and I'm hula hooping, I will end up, um, cracking a joke or laughing or doing something like that. What do you mean? Well, because I mean, I know that uh, like every Monday mm. you are taping yourself and yeah. I, I don't want to interrupt that. Well, you wouldn't be in there with me. Well, I want to do my cardio when I get home from the gym. Oh, okay. I don't want to wait for you. Oh, okay. See well, then why I mean? don't you do yours first and I'll do mine after? No, because I'm going to do mine right. I don't want to sit in the freezing garage and do a hula hoop. I okay. want to be in the nice comfort but of my how are you going to hula hoop with Indy? She'll learn. I'll put her outside with Go you. Go grab your hula hoop right now. We'll try it. Okay. Hold on. Keep talking to okay. him. So... But yeah, no, I've, I've been seeing, um, I don't know, I don't know where the like desire to, to start doing this, um, jump roping thing happened, but I, I definitely wanted to start, I guess, I guess it's more of just a challenge holding myself responsible to like doing this kind of stuff. Um, a lot harder to talk to yourself, um, on a podcast without mom here. It's kind of weird. Oh wow. That's a huge hula hoop. So for reference, Mom brought out a hula hoop the size of a small dinner table. Yeah, this is Indy, like a wagon wheel. Yeah, it's a wagon wheel. Indy is a, immediately entertained. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do is she's gonna move over. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna narrate what she's doing. Okay. So she's got her. All right, everybody, root I for me. I said I was gonna narrate. And I told them to root for. Okay, so she's got her wagon wheel. It's a very large hula hoop. Indy is two feet away from her. She's gonna hula hoop um, in between a small space of the coffee table and the and the computer. Indy is freaking out. So here comes Hula Hoop. Try number one. One hits the table, hits the table, hits the table, falls. So, okay, so now she's moving. Indy is still entertained. Now she's Hula Hooping, Hula Hooping. Oh, Indy's scared. Indy's freaking out. Indy's under my legs now. Now she's attacking the Hula Hoop. So this is gonna be good for you and Indy. Oh my God, Indy is not entertained. Look at her, she is freaking out. She is not. She hates this more than the vacuum. 
You're doing really good. <laughs> well, if nothing else is going to be stimulating for you and Andy. She's not happy. She's like, we had such a good thing going, guys. You were just listening to your podcast. And then now... Oh, she does not like this. You should uh, throw it and then see if she chases it. Oh, yeah. Good call. Oh, God. So she, she threw the hula hoop like, like to roll it. Like you would like stickball. And, and then Indy was like, oh, I'll just run from this. And then so the hula hoop ended up chasing her. Oh, God. Now, now you're... This poor dog is so traumatized now. Okay, okay. I was just worried that she would jump up and like try to bite it. Well, now we have to deal with a rowdy Indy. Yeah. So that is my plan. It was to hula hoop here in the house. Yeah. I'm okay. Thank you. Yeah, she saved me from. Yeah. So if you hula hoop, maybe like in the front room. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about doing that for about 15 minutes. That sounds good. Because I was just, it was funny how because you mentioned that because like I said, I was thinking the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. (sighs) You okay? I just hula hooped. It's harder than it seems. You know, I don't know why I bought the world's largest hula hoop. You know, you de- it's definitely one of those circus quality hula hoops. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say maybe I could take out one of the little things and make it smaller, but that's not how hula hoops. I don't think that's how circles work. That's yeah. not how hula hoops works, peoples. Yeah. So yeah, that was my plan. Okay. So cool. Yay. So today's um, Super Bowl. I don't know why I'm talking <laughs> I'm trying to like regain Catch my your breath. Com- and yeah, I'm trying to regain my composure. I'm like Super Bowl yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, today's Super Bowl Sunday. It is indeed. I don't even. I I think I know who's playing. You don't know who's playing. I think it's the Eagles against the Chiefs. There you go. So Philadelphia against Kansas City. Do you have a horse in the race? You know what? I'll go. Oh gosh, for some reason I don't like the Eagles. Oh, I think they hired Michael Vick. That was like 20 years don't ago. Don't care. So, you but, know, you, but you'll take Patrick Mahomes and his crazy girlfriend and weird brother. Oh, really? What's up with that? They're just really weird. Like, like kinky weird? No, or? not kinky weird. You fucking pervert. <laughs> They're they just say the, her his boyfriend or Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend or wife or whatever just says some out of pocket shit. Yeah. And then his brother like parties like he's Patrick Mahomes. Like he, they just walk around like they're big dick and fuck mountain. Oh wow! And they just they're just kind of they're just snooty and weird. Yeah. And his girlfriend, I don't know if you I don't know if you caught it, but I think it was like last year. She was like when they when they went to the Super Bowl, I think, or the playoffs or something. Yeah. She was like spraying champagne, but she was spraying it like in freezing cold weather onto other people. Like she wasn't spraying it like on anybody she knew. She was like spraying it into the crowd. Oh wow! Because she was like in a box seat, and so she was like spraying it on randoms. And people were like, why the fuck would you do that? It's like super cold. And yeah. maybe those people did not want to get champagne sprayed on them. Yeah. Because I don't know if you noticed or not, but I did the exact same thing that people did to the Harry Potter game. What do you mean? Because oh, because of, of Michael Vick? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I, okay, I'm going to go. I've always liked, I like older teams, you okay. know, like from like, like Detroit and Philadelphia and the Bears. So what do you mean by older teams? I don't know. Just kind of like, you know, like that. That real big city kind of like, I don't know. I like the bears. <laughs> <laughs> None of what you say it makes made any, sense. any sense. I know. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Okay. Because <laughs> they're not, Kansas City, I don't know if you know this, is a big city. Yeah, but it's not industrial. 
In what way? I don't know. I kind of like, I just envision kind of like, you know, just like that hard working person going home and they're just got this just crazy fan thing going for their city. And I, th- I think it's a movie. I saw. Let me, okay. I think I, I think I can kind of work in the pictures that are going on in your mind. You're okay. working, you're thinking of like a steel worker in yeah. Philadelphia yeah. who was, you know, worked at the mill or the, the, you know, the, the sawmill or yeah. something all day and then goes home to his wife yeah. and she like makes him like, like a porterhouse steak yeah. and he's got a flannel yeah. and he just wants to sit down and watch the Eagles play Yep. versus like Kansas city where they're like, I have a farm. <laughs> yep. Is Kansas city has a lot of farmland, right? Not that I have nothing against farmers though. Okay. So yeah, let's, let's just say Eagles. Sure. Okay. Do you know? Uh, I was like, like last year or the year before, there was a lot, a lot of controversy with Eagles fans because they were punching uh, police officers or horses. Oh well, fuck. <laughs> okay, I don't care who wins. I'm not rooting for anybody. <laughs> That's it. I'm not rooting for anybody. Yeah. You know, it's and that just and here's the thing. It's it's like it. What people's behavior just takes away the joy out of mm-hmm. things sometimes. I mean, it's like. You know, why do people just have to be rude? Why can't you just be nice? Um, I don't know. But I think you're looking at it objectively. I think you're not looking at it as like a diehard fan. You mm-hmm. know, like if I was a diehard fan and my team won, I would I would break shit. It's because I'm so stoked. You have so much like adrenaline pumping through you. Um, but I don't know. I also saw a TikTok last night of people in Arizona, like the city. Yeah. Was, where they were greasing um, light poles and stop signs and stoplights. What part of Arizona is the Super Bowl in? Do you Phoenix. know? Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So they're greasing everything so people can climb up it. I know. People just sometimes just take everything to the extreme. I don't know. I don't, you know, it's fun to break shit. Have you ever broken anything? No. Oh, it is so much fun. Do you know there's a um, place in LA that you can actually go and break stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which would be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you could see me. I'd be like, tap, tap, tap. No, I could see you. I can see you th- like swirling a sledgehammer around like a helicopter. <laughs> And then I throw it and I go, I forget to let go of it. Yeah. Well, you don't throw a sledgehammer. I think that's important. Oh, to, I was thinking Thor. What? I was going full Thor. Thor, does, Thor doesn't have a sledgehammer. What does he have? He's got just like a, like an actual hammer. No, he's not going around, you know, like tapping in nails with his hammer. Not a, not a, not a construction hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Thor? Tap, 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 tap. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually, um, I was looking for a movie to watch last night, okay. and their last Thor movie was just such a bummer. Okay. You know? I don't know. I, I, can't, un- I can't unsee that movie. You should watch Encanto. Yeah, I was going to. And then the second, um, Wakanda Forever is out. Yeah. I might watch I never, that today. I never heard anything about it. I didn't know if it was good or bad. Unfortunately, I don't think it did as well as the first one. Yeah, without Chadwick, it's, you know, he, yeah. w- he was so iconic in that role. Yeah, no. You know, and that's part of the reason why I didn't want to watch it is because it was going to make me sad that he's, that he's he passed on. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it colon cancer or prostate cancer? I think colon cancer. Yeah. So, and then I've been watching this um, show on Netflix because yeah, there's just nothing to watch and it's called New Amsterdam and it's a series about people that work in a hospital. Okay. And I caught myself getting kind of depressed because it's a like, depressing thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, Lonnie, you're watching a show about a hospital. You know, people are going to die. Yeah. People are sick. And it's like, I really have, um, 
when I went to bed last night, I'm like, yeah, no, I need to revisit this. I mean, do I want to watch a show, Mm -hmm. even if it's just in the background while I'm doing my editing and stuff? Do I want a show that is fundamentally about sick people? And, you know, how is that affecting you mentally? Sure. Now, what is it about the show that made you want to watch it in the first place? Um, because I mean, it was like, it was like on one of its like top 10, like most watched shows and it was an intriguing, I mean, I think I'm on season three already Okay. and it was, it was really intriguing at first because I mean, it was like the medical diagnosis and this and that. And it's, it was kind of like a real time. It's, it's not an older show. So they went through the whole pandemic thing Mm -hmm. and that was just kind of like, wow, I lived through that. I don't really know if I want to see that, you know, relived Mm -hmm. on TV and like every other person has cancer yeah. and that brings up a lot of memories of Auntie Vicky. Yeah. And, you know, it just, to me, it was just, it, it, I didn't realize how it was affecting me subconsciously until I actually stopped and looked that's at fair. it. Well, if you're looking for like a medical show, that's mm-hmm. a light, a lot lighter. I would watch Scrubs. Yeah. Cause Scrubs is not only is it medically uh, very accurate, they're very, very like, they, they did a lot of research in terms of like diagnosis and medicine and, you know, everything they say in Scrubs is actually incredibly accurate, Okay, but it's also a very lighthearted um, show in, re, around the hospital. Um, I mean, if you're looking for something to watch, it's Brandon and mine's favorite show. Oh, cool. Um, it should be on Amazon Prime. Okay. I'll look into that. It's so funny. And then I tried starting a show called 911. Mm, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And it's with um, Angela Bassett. Nathan Fillion too, right? I'm oh not, no, that's that's the the rookie. Yeah, and Rob Lowe, oh. and um, I had heard pretty good things about it, and but it's just it just I don't know. Yeah. I just you know like in the very first scene, it was about like the young rookie firefighter um, yeah. having sex in his fire truck with some yeah. hottie, and I'm like, you know what? Come on, you yeah. know, you're painting this picture of what you know, what LA is about, and mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, I don't need to just watch. I just don't need to watch crap like that. Yeah. I think I'd rather watch documentaries and learn mm-hmm. something in the background yeah. than, than, you know, just sitting there and just filling my head full of nonsense. Totally. I mean, I, like I said, I, I, documentaries are a really cool idea. But I, if, you, if you had to watch one, I'd say watch Scrubs. Yeah. Because it's so good. And I've noticed too, also, like I was going to, um, I was just kind of looking for movies and I was going to watch Zombieland. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was a great movie when I first saw it, but I was trying to eat dinner and in the very beginning it was very graphically gory gory, and I'm just like, "Mm, I can't do this. It's funny how my taste has changed of like, I'm not a real fan of gore anymore. Maybe it's more situational because you were eating. Maybe because you were... I just don't find any... uh, To me, I just... I think that maybe it's just because I've seen other zombie movies Mm -hmm. that are really good and intriguing without the gore. Okay. You know? I mean, I thought World War Z was an excellent movie and yeah. it wasn't super gory graphic, yeah. you know, and to me, and nothing against Zombieland or even watching a gory zombie movie. It just my I think my taste has changed. OK, kind of like where I want what I want to see has changed. That's understandable. Yeah. I, don't know. I But I, the thing I, I absolutely love is I love cooking shows. OK. And then I like um, like shows where you know, like lumber show, you know, just lumber shows. Yeah. Just showing people out, you know, at first I was very sad about the trees. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I didn't watch the lumber shows for a long time because I didn't want to see people cut down trees, Mm -hmm. but in seeing the shows, it's like, they're only allowed to cut down trees in a certain area. Then they have to replant them. Yeah. So I kind of got over that or like the Australian trucker, Mm -hmm. the outback, you know, just watching people in a different kind of 
environment yeah. survive um, and flourish is kind of intriguing to me. Okay. Yeah. No gore. No, there's no gore there. Yeah. And I, but I really do like the shows where people have to show their creativity. Okay. I know there's a new show on Netflix called, I think it's called the physical 100. I saw that. It's I supposed was, to be really good. I saw like a little clip of it and I was thinking about um, watching that because yeah. it's like, I saw the clip I saw. It's like they were hanging yeah. from. So, so explain it as to somebody who, if they didn't know it. Okay. So the physical 100 is that they take a hundred people mm, from South Korea, from South Korea who are very in very good shape. They're like at the top of the, bodybuilders. They're Navy SEALs. They're yeah. like the, like the top, top 100 phys- most physically fit people. Yeah. And then the clip I saw was, is like they were like hanging from mm-hmm. a scaffolding. Yeah. And when they drop, they drop into water, but they have to hold on for as long as possible. Yeah. And, um, I was thinking about maybe starting, mm. starting it's supposed to be that. really good. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be really, really good. See, now I heard something and, and, Maybe you can clarify this, Robert, but yeah. I heard something about like Squid Games 2. Yeah. Is that fictional or is that like a... That's fictional. Okay. Yeah, it's completely 100%. Okay. Because I think somebody got hurt on the set of the... Like, it wouldn't the, surprise me. Okay. I mean, accidents do happen. Yeah. I mean, look at, you know, look at Rust with Alec Baldwin. Yeah, look at got, Look at Brandon Lee from yeah. The Crow, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, accidents do happen. Well, the, just the clip that I read made it seem like it was like a real kind of survival game. I'm sure that they, I'm sure there, there might've been instances where people kind of recreated it and people okay. may have gotten hurt, but okay. I, 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 if they, it was an accident, it was, you know, they're filming a fictitious storyline. So, I mean, accidents do happen. Did you ever watch the first one? Yeah. It was really good. Was it? Oh yeah. It was really, really good. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh man. It was, it's a really good show. It, but if you don't like gore, it's not for you. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Maybe I'll look into both of those, yeah. but I just won't watch the gory one when I'm eating. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's very, it's very intense. Yeah. It's people cried. Yeah. I cried. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, it's very hardcore. Okay. It's, 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 it's not so much like a graphic, but you're very, I was very invested in the storyline okay. of the characters. Okay. Um, and it, it in, in you're gonna talk about like and they won a lot of awards. Okay. Um. And if you want to talk about like just people who were genuinely, they weren't even. It, it didn't feel like they were acting. It felt like you were so immersed in the storyline and the character that like you, it, you there was you weren't watching a show. You were you're watching a person like um, go actually go actually through go through this okay. kind of thing. And it was it's hardcore. Oh wow. Yeah. It, it it's definitely something that you have to like. Wow kind of thing okay but you're so hooked you can't stop watching okay it's really entertaining i'll have to um i'll have to watch that then yeah because literally i am just flipping through channels and sometimes i'm just like well, i'm just gonna rewatch this movie i'm like no Lonnie, try a new movie yeah. then i get into it like for five minutes i'm mm-hmm. like boring yeah yeah it's definitely i mean the squid game pro- fundamentally i think is probably one of the best series in the past five years okay um that being said the first episode sets the page so it kind of sets the scene yeah um but it you know it does it does okay. get pretty intense. Okay. Well, I, um, cause we're watching the last of us. Mm-hmm. That's a real, I think that is such a well-made show. Yeah. It's, it's really good. You know? And I, I saw um, a TikTok yesterday, but the child in the last episode, yeah. he actually is, um, deaf. Deaf. Yeah. He uses ASL. You know, just the, the, just the, um, the amount of like storyline mm-hmm. that they're putting into it mm-hmm. is really impressive. Yeah. You know, because they, I mean, I know it's based on a video game mm-hmm. And, um, I was re I watched, um, resident evil sure. last night just yeah. in the background again. And 
it was so kind of, I didn't realize how campy and video gamey it was, the movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. It would, and well, nothing they, they against des- it. I think it's, I think at the pro- at that time, that's what they thought people wanted. Yeah. Yeah, and then just watching that compared to The Last of Us mm-hmm. um, really made me just appreciate the story level, storyboard, and everything that they're putting behind that series. And totally. I, it made me like be like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That, that's good. Yeah, they did a really good job. Their casting is very impressive. Mm-hmm. The storyline's very impressive. You know, the, the, everything that they've done so far has been really, really good. It's very similar to like how Game of Thrones was, the first couple of series. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, seasons, season, sorry. Yeah. Um, where you, you were just... Everything was just immaculate and, and at, at the time, very groundbreaking. Right. And they just did a good job. Yeah. You know? So hopefully Last of Us can kind of keep the momentum and keep the viewer engaged and happy. Yeah. You know, don't pull us, don't pull a Game of Thrones season seven and fuck us. That was just terrible. Yeah. You know, what's crazy is she was the actress on The Last of Us was on Game of Thrones. Which one? Um, she was um, House Mormont. She was. Which character on The Last of Us? The Ellie, the girl. Oh, she was. Yeah, she was on House Mormont. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, she was on Bear Island. Oh, okay. I saw another show um, that I was just flipping through, and I saw her. So she's been acting for yeah. a while. And she's like Scottish or something. She's got a English, like a European accent. Oh wow. Yeah, it's, it's like English or Irish or Welsh or something like that. Yeah, the acting is, I think, excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone. I mean, everyone loves Pedro Pascal. If you think about it, Pedro has the coolest acting resume. He was on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He was on. He was the Mandalorian. He was on The Last of Us. He was on Narco. He was on. Um, he was in. Um, what's the one where they're like British and the Secret Service? Um, the um, the one with the thing and the the, the gentleman. No, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Um, I know which one you're talking about. It's, um, the no. Wish I had my phone. Yeah, um, keep on, keep on talking. It's like Secret Service man. It's like it's like British. Secret service. I know, dudes and now it's driving the, me the crazy. Umbrella. The gentleman? No, not no. the gentleman's club. That no. sounds like a strip place. Oh, that is a strip place. Yeah. It is um, service men. What's um, it called? Hold on. What are you? Uh, what are you googling? Like, what are you? Like, what are you actually typing? Pedro Pascual movies. No, why don't you? Why? Because okay. I just don't know which movie it is. Um, so he was on The Bubble. No. It says right there. Let me see. No, I think that's. Oh wrong. my god! <laughs> Why, mom? What, what secret service movie would be called The Bubble? Um. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hold on, keep talking. Oh, my skin's okay. Okay, I got it. Oh my god. Um, The Kingsman. There you go. Yeah. God, why did that take so long? He was also in Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, he was the bad guy. Yeah, The Great Wall, Equalizer Two. Okay, we don't need we don't need all of them. He was in The Bubble. I know I'm saying that, but I'm saying that wasn't the, the Kingsman. I know. I don't know why you're all upset. Why are you upset? It's just it, nothing. It's just sometimes you take, there's just a couple of extra steps. You know, I am impervious to your grunts and groans of, um, yeah, of, of disapproval. There That's you go. what I, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So we haven't talked about this in a while, but I do really want to touch on the subject. Um, I know today is Super Bowl, yeah. and we already discussed that. But um, sobriety, do I was thinking about like I don't know. I was kind of thinking about like I put myself in the position of somebody who's either you know struggling with sobriety and then going to like a Super Bowl party. Yeah, uh, what a tough situation to be in. I mean, you want to be social and you want to have fun, but you want to be sober at the same time, and it's just 
I don't know. It's, do you have like any thoughts or suggestions or? Um, I don't know. They're just drinking in the Super Bowl are just so, they go so hand in hand. Yeah. It's really, you, unless you like actively cherry pick, like who you hang out with on the Super Bowl, I think it's, it's, you, you just, you can't avoid it. Yeah. You know, think, but, the, but it's product of design. Think how much money the alcohol advertisers have put into developing this relationship with the Super Bowl. And, you know, they're like, oh, you know, the Super Bowl is brought to you by Miller Lite. Miller Lite, I think, is usually the, the, the top sponsor. One, yeah. yeah. And so you just, you're just constantly reminded right. of, of alcohol and drinking. And it just goes so, I mean, it just goes hand in hand with watching sports, though. Yeah. You know, um, but in terms of like dealing with sobriety, I, like I said, I think the only thing you can really do is if mentally stay strong. And if you can't, you know, if you find yourself like in this situation where there's a lot of alcohol, you're just going to, it's going to be, I don't know. I, I guess the only thing, the only thing I would do is remove, remove myself. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, that's why I don't go to Super Bowl parties is because I don't want to be around a bunch of drunk people. Right. Yeah. No, it, to me, it's just kind of like, and I agree completely. And sometimes, you know what, for the sake of sobriety, you just mm. kind of have to be like, well, I am unable to attend this function. Yeah. Sometimes you have to take the higher road. Yeah. You know, it's, it, there's not always an easy, sometimes sobriety isn't easy. It's, oh, know? I don't think sobriety is ever easy. Yeah. You know, I think there, it's always a challenge. Yeah. And, and it, I don't want to say it, it's made, it's made things difficult, but for the better, you mm-hmm. know, and I don't know if, if a lot of times, like, especially like when I'm in like end parties and stuff like that or around people who are drinking, it almost feels like I'm not invisible, but it feels like I'm, you know, the, you know, those shows or those movies and stuff like that, where like the main character, like something happens to the main character and they can kind of see things with a different filter yeah. on. And so they see people for like who they really are. Like and, in a different perspective. Yeah. Like you're like, you're in almost in a different, like alternate universe mm-hmm. and you can kind of see through everything and you kind of just look at it pretty different, you know? Now, do you find yourself, okay, because in this is all honesty, but do you ever find yourself judging other people when they're drinking? No, I'm, I'm usually a lot more, honestly, I'm a lot more disgusted than than I'm judgy. I'm usually, I'm like, yeah, you know, cringe. um, Yeah. Whether it be like, people are just like, oh dude, I'm so fucked up. And and, and maybe it's because it reminds me of who I was. Yeah. And so more, maybe it's more of just a bitter reminder of that. I was the person who I used to be. And it, and it, and it makes me upset that I went through so long in my life as that person, Mm -hmm. as that character that I am now visibly like, like actually like, um, repulsed by. Yeah. And so I think it's more of just a reminder of myself that that's who I used to be. Yeah. Cause there was a lot of times that I would be like really excited to do an activity because I could be drinking. Oh yeah. You know, I like the Super Bowl. I remember like, I, there's a lot of times I drive up to Vinny's up in orange County and be so excited to be just absolutely hammered. And you know, there's, you know, if we went to like a, anything that would require us to stay at a hotel, I'd be like, Oh, I can't wait to drink at the hotel mm-hmm. or I can't wait to drink on the way to the hotel. And you know, now looking back, it's, you know, I, I just get, I get reminded of who I was yeah. for so long. It's funny how it's because the way that you were describing that, it's like almost like drinking was the sport. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. w- whatever the activity yeah, that. It was just the byproduct. Byproduct. Yeah. You, you went there to drink yeah. instead of going there to watch the game. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I think that that's where the mm-hmm. difference between somebody who can to drink and yeah. then let it go yeah. and somebody who has a drinking problem. Absolutely. I remember, I mean, I spent, we were probably, probably like three in a row. Uh, Super Bowl parties that we'd go up to Vinny's and I and out of the three Super Bowl parties that I was there I think I maybe watched about 15 minutes of the oh, game oh yeah no the game had you know? nothing to do yeah with, yeah know. 
but yeah, no. And you know what? And truthfully, it's like, and when I say like, you know, like judging and stuff like that, I think, I don't think I'm judging them. I think I was judging myself. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Well, I put my, I put myself in their shoes mm-hmm. and I, and you know, I, I, I don't say, I don't say they're completely free of judgment because I do, I do. But I also too, like, I don't put myself in a situation where um, I'm around strangers a whole lot. Yeah. See, because people do do cringy things when they're drinking. Oh yeah. And I, I, do yeah. And I think what pisses me off is when those cringy things are celebrated. Hmm. You know, yeah, I used to do some stuff like that. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I was, yeah. And not to cut you off, but you know, in being sober and being sober for so long, to me, it's the mentality of celebrating drinking yeah. really just is, it's just, it's just not right. I mean, alcohol is a very deadly substance, yeah. you know, it's because people, cause it is so socially accepted. Mm-hmm. It's like, People don't put it on the same level as, you know, like fentanyl or heroin or something like that. Yeah. And it's glorified and it Mm -hmm. is just, you know, people, it's like, it's not entertainment. Somebody else's pain is Mm -hmm. not my entertainment. And to me, it's like, so when you're out there and you're getting sober, you're almost going against the, the normality of society. And I think that that's why people kind of hide, like sometimes they're, they're like, Oh, I, I, I don't drink. And I don't mm-hmm. want to say that I'm sober because people are going to be like, well, what's wrong with you? Why yeah, aren't well, you why? drinking? That's usually yeah. the question I get the most is I tell people I don't drink. They're going, why? Like, I don't need a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I get that question a lot. Like mm-hmm. on my lives, it's like, how do you handle this situation? You know, what do you say when people ask you? Um, yeah. I, and my response is it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, you never have to, resp- you never have to explain um, yourself, validate your sobriety. Yeah. You know, and to me, I just wish that we could kind of flip that that way of thinking and make sobriety a little bit more of an honor than a. Um, well, you're you're going to be. Well, the problem is with that is it's like a David and Goliath thing. It's that image, but you're battling. You know, what I mean. Look how many. Okay, so I like a good point of reference is I was watching the movie with the rock and, and um, Kevin Hart called central intelligence. Yeah. I've seen that. Um, and in the beginning of the movie, oh, that's about like 15, 20 minutes in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Dwayne and Kevin Hart meet up at a bar. And if you look at the bar scene, the bar scene is only about 10, I'd say about five to 10 minutes long, but in that five or 10 minutes, you're, I counted and there's about nine or 10 Budweiser placements. Um, in that scene alone. And so you're constantly getting hit mm-hmm. with the subliminal messages of alcohol. Oh yeah. And so it's really, once you start like paying attention, you're like, Oh my God, it's fucking everywhere. And it's really, it's a really challenging, um, hurdle to jump over. Oh, absolutely. It is. And you know what? And the thing is, it's like, but here's my thought. It's like one person listening to this podcast, maybe they're going to change their, their, their outlook on their own sobriety. One person that I talked to on a live, they're going to change their outlook on their sobriety. Mm. And to me, it's like, yeah, you know what? It's, we're not going to change the, I personally, am not going to change the way Hollywood looks at it, the way society looks at it, the way the world looks Mm. at it. But I know how I look at it. And if I can help just a little amount of people behind me, maybe they can turn around and help somebody in their circle, you know? Well, it's just, it's just like, um, when I was growing up, like I always thought Alcoholics Anonymous was like this weird, like, like really dark, dingy, dingy, like, you know, a bunch of like weird old people 
like who met at a basement, right? Yeah. And it's the complete opposite. And whereas the Alcoholic Anonymous, um, like meetings that I've gone to, I've always been really cool. It's been a diverse group of people. There's mm-hmm. young, there's old, you know, that you just get a whole different people from walks of life. You know, it's, it's a complete opposite of what it's painted as yeah. in terms of like what expectations versus reality. Yeah. And it's weird now, like thinking back, like I used to kind of like, Oh, AA. whereas now I'm like, Oh shit. Like AA is a really, not only does it work, but it's also a really good, um, means of, of finding sobriety and then finding yeah. people who are sober with you. Yeah. It's like-minded you know? people. Yeah. Like-minded mm-hmm. people. And like, it's weird that all of a sudden that shift kind of happens and you're like, Oh shit. Okay. They're actually, this is actually a really, really good product. Yeah. You know? So it's weird. It's weird how, like I said, expectation versus reality. Yeah. Yeah. So if, I mean, then that's just the thing. It's, it's like, I think everybody's sobriety journey is individual, mm-hmm. just like everybody's um, journey into getting to that point where they, they are, they do have a problem mm-hmm. is all individual, but each individual has to find their way to sobriety and just, I don't know, just hold your head up high. Sobriety is something that it's like a superpower. Not everybody can do it. Yep. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Well, do you want to tell me what Brenda's? I would love to. You can find Robert, the, um, the Harry Potter janitor at Robert, Robert Pike Pike on Instagram and then on YouTube and TikTok. He is Sherbert and I am gray hair and tattoos all across the board. You, wherever you want to find me, you find me as gray hair and tattoos. Bye. Bye.